HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Uh, Let's Eat In on Heritage Radio Network. I'm your host, Kathy Array, and today's a cloudy, cloudy Monday in Bushwick. Here we are at Roberta's Pizza. This is where the station is based. Um, today's show is brought to you by White Oak Pastures. Um, it's Their cattle are raised in a manner that has stood the test of time. It begins with a southern sunshine, unpolluted country air, and fertile coastal soil. The cattle are allowed to roam the pastures and graze freely on the sweet native grasses. Um, White Oak Pastures all-natural grass-fed beef has been available in all of the Whole Foods stores in the Mid-Atlantic states. We hope that you will support their program through your purchase of our beef through one of these Whole Foods stores. Check out whiteoakpastures.com. Um, so, I'm really excited. Today we have a guest who I am just so happy to see again. It's Matt Greco, a chef from Char Number no. 4 in Borham Hill. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. It's been too long since I've checked out... Uh, uh, the restaurant But uh, it seems to be going well Yeah, it's going very well It's in its second year or third? No, yeah, September uh, Mid-September will be our uh, two-year anniversary Two-year anniversary, congratulations yeah, thanks And that's your first restaurant as the executive chef And right. yeah cause Before you were kind of hopping around I was um, a sous chef at a couple places in Manhattan So this um, is your baby This is, yeah, this is the baby Cool. Baby number one. <laughs> char number one. <laughs> is there a char number two, three, four? No. Yeah, no, that's just more reference. There is there is a char number one, two, and three, oh. and mm-hmm. four. And what it's uh, reference is to the, uh, the um, grade of charring uh, to the uh, fresh oak barrels uh, before um, bourbon is put into them to uh, age. Oh. Uh, so char number four is actually the, like the the highest gray char or the the deepest of um char and that you can't really go farther than that you don't know that's go? it yeah okay. there's no five yeah it's just that would four. be burnt well it is burnt yeah oh. it pretty much is burnt okay. so <laughs> that would be ash then right. <laughs> you would have that, no barrel <laughs> that, that wouldn't be very tasty then <laughs> so have you always been um a, a whiskey and scotch aficionado or um 
I would say, yeah, naturally, you know, when I started cooking and, you know, you go to culinary school and you take your wine classes and that sort of thing, uh, there's very little, uh, there's very little, uh, I remember there's very little, um, talk about like American spirits and that sort of thing. Uh, it was probably maybe like a couple of days worth out mm-hmm. of the entire two month, <laughs> um, class, but, uh, I never really got too far into wine i was just always you know i enjoy drinking beer and uh and 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 uh and whiskey really uh never really got too into scotch but um definitely uh i, th- I think bourbon you know is uh such a it's you know it's such a much more balanced whiskey than uh scotch is that's what i meant to say scott uh whiskey and bourbon yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so it, so you took it upon yourself to educate yourself more and in turn explore that with with the menu. This, yeah, well, the 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 part of um, you know, the thing is, is the the food concept was something I had been working on for uh, for several years, and then I met up with uh, Sean Josephs and um, Michael Simpas, the proprietors over at uh, Try Number Four, and Michael is this huge like Burby. I'm sorry, <laughs> Bourbon. Burby, and, Burby. Man. Uh, he's this huge. Uh, uh, bourbon and um whiskey guy and you know he's always that was always like his kind of like dream to like eventually open a place uh that just had like one of the largest selections of bourbon and he has this amazing collection and a lot of our really rare stuff came from his own personal collection mm-hmm. uh so i got to get a little definitely a lot deeper into it and more education on the whole uh bourbon and whiskey aspect cool um and yeah and then i just you know naturally the concept that i had been working on you know some smoked meats and that sort of thing and the just kind of uh you know the idea was to uh have some uh smoked meats um and try to like stay very um seasonal Mm -hmm. uh with all the vegetables uh and you know kind of bring a fine dining aspect to it to a but to the you know to a also to a casual side of it too cool um so you could come in there and snack and have a glass or two of, of whiskey right or and you can have a nice whole meal right and we've we've done like and that's the thing you know that was always kind of our you know our goal is like we've done you know we have a couple sandwiches on our menu and it's great to see like someone stop by sit at the bar have a glass of whiskey and a sandwich and you know go home and then it's also really fun to have people come in and say i want you know i want a tasting menu mm-hmm. uh, uh we've done all kinds of during you know early springtime uh we did you know a whole entire like a uh, lamb and uh uh, wh- uh whiskey pairing uh That's tasting cool. menu yeah um, you could have like the family style whole whole roasted right and we've done that stuff too uh we've done um yeah suckling pig we've done yeah we've done uh in fact we just you know some people was like hey can we have a a whole uh smoked pig yes you know and then Mm -hmm. uh we've done um like i said the lamb tasting that we did um we did a we also did a whole um tasting uh with peak beer not uh just not i guess a couple months ago peak beer peak beer peak beer okay Cool. And um, so, yeah, this, that, like I said, there's there's that aspect of the restaurant, too. Uh, nice. And I think that what kind of the point of those tastings, too, is is to kind of show people how uh, well bourbon goes with food. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people just see it as also just kind of a, a drinking drink and that it's also can be paired with a lot of food very well. well I, I kind of have that first impression too where i when i you know have a glass of whiskey in front of me i'm just kind of it's so overwhelming 
Um, the flavors are just so robust in itself. And taking a sip just seems like it's in itself a meal. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know what else to do. You know, I, but, so I like how you have these snacks and you have like smoked almonds and pastrami and stuff that you can kind of nibble at. I don't know about having a whole meal. And don't they usually do the, the whiskey or something like a cocktail before the meal? Or do you think that you can really just keep sipping throughout a long meal with something like bourbon or whiskey? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I think... I have yet to try that. <laughs> I think one thing that, you know that I think people, you know, don't need to be afraid of is that, you know, you can add water to whiskey yeah, I was gonna and say. ice. And that's kind of, you know, the, the fact of the matter is, is, you know, I grew up, my dad was a big, uh, you know, <laughs> that was his, that was kind of his drink of choice was uh, whiskey. And it was like, you know, you drink it with uh, some water and ice. And that's, yeah. you know, the, the, the fact of the matter is like bourbon is a Southern drink and it's hot in the South. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so you want to add some ice to it. Yeah. Or <laughs> and, soda, whiskey soda. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, I'll try that next time. To yeah. Ease myself into yeah, it. Yeah, ease yourself into it. Yeah, so I'm not slamming and then, you know, gorging. <laughs> right, right. And there's definitely a lot of them that can be very, you know, they can be very like spicy, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, like you said, very strong. Um, Sounds like a good uh, date meal to me. <laughs> and also too, we have yeah, a, a nice strong. We definitely have a nice uh, our cocktail. Um, uh, um, sorry, all our cocktail uh, um, program is all you know homemade, bur- bourbon based, creative. So therefore, bourbon you can based, you know yeah. have your you can have your drink. What do you got right now? That's a real zinger. The uh, Kenny Perry. What's that? Uh, it is iced tea, mint, uh, bourbon, mm. and lemon. Is that like a classic drink, or is it something you guys kind of made up? It sounds a little like uh, something. It's based off a classic. Uh huh. What uh, about Long Island iced tea? How about <laughs> why don't you do that? <laughs> That's a real classic. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I had a Long Island iced tea. <laughs> yeah, you got to redo it, reinvent it with some good liquors, not the dirt, you know, bottom of the barrel. Right, right. And that's how I remember it. <laughs> One thing that's kind of is we just is for brunch. You know, we don't make our our. Um, Bloody Marys with uh, vodka. We make them with bourbon. Oh, so, bourbon Bloody Mary. Yeah, so that was, you know, again, I think is a very natural and, uh, you know, s- something that's very simple that, like, people have realized that, like, oh, wow, this this works really oh, well. That sounds really nice and warm and spicy and kind of well-rounded. Yeah, yeah. it's very good. Ooh, I got to serve it with there. some house-made pickles. You know, we make everything in-house, so, you know, make the pickles and, uh, you know, try to, which is always great because you can, you know, adjust the sweetness or saltiness to the actual drink yeah and i bet you're playing around with all different things to pickle right now at this time with you know not just cucumbers we have an entire we have a fridge it's called the pickle fridge (laughs) at char and it's uh, an entire region and it's completely full of pickles in fact right now i'm a little worried that we're actually don't have space in it (laughs) pickles they last yeah yeah they do so, so we still we still actually still have some ramps from the springtime. Oh, cool. Um, we try to use them up. I just got some really beautiful uh, banana peppers. Mm. When we first opened Char, that's what I wanted the pickled chili to be on the menu. Um, okay. And, I, and I, you know, I just didn't see any at the market. No one really had them. So I'm we, growing them on my roof. You can have some. <laughs> I'll take more. <laughs> Absolutely. Like we just got in, you know, about 20 pounds in the other day. They're really nice, beautiful. They're really good Perfect. this year. They weren't around too much. Uh, that yeah. much last year I didn't really see them like That's small funny. you know you see like a little bit mm-hmm. or you'll see like the you know the Hungarian yellow wax which Hot, I think a lot those of are hotter right, yeah. yeah the sweet um, banana peppers are really nice though um, maybe it's more popular this year maybe they're just more rare I don't know 
to grow? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if oh. people, if they just didn't come up or people started growing them. I didn't really see them for the past two years. So I, st- I definitely was, that was one of my, you know, ingredients that I wanted to have on the menu. And I kind of gave up on it because I didn't see it for a couple yeah. of years. Well, c- congrats to that. Yeah. <laughs> I always like the pickled, like little carrots. Carrots that are slender enough that you don't have to slice and you just pickle them. That's always a nice touch. The little baby carrots. Yeah, yeah. drink or something. Yeah, no one's going to complain about a pickled carrot. Yeah. I like the ramp. So you got to stock up for the winter, right? So that you'll have yeah, enough pickles. Yeah, I think ramp, you get excited about ramps and then you bring in like a, you know, 100 pounds of them and you kind of lose your excitement after <laughs> cleaning 100 pounds of ramps. <laughs> <laughs> So what else pairs really well with, with whiskey? So we got pickles and you're thinking smoked meats is Yeah, one? we've done. Yeah, it brings out the smokiness of the liquor. Sure. Um, and, you know, I think uh, some things that people, you know, one thing that we did, uh, I guess about a year ago, Sean and I did um, an article with Wine Spirits and it was a whole pairing uh, of uh, bourbon and food. Mm-hmm. And uh, the kind of point was is to like show some obvious um, pairings mm-hmm. um, with some of the dishes at the time and it was also like late late summer at the time uh, and then some dishes that weren't so obvious you know at the time we had uh, you know last um, late summer there was you know, the the baby beets were really nice and so we had a, like a nice little small dish of baby beets with you know spiced pecans and like you mm. know very light blue cheese like sauce dressing you okay know? and uh you know i think that I think a lot mixture. of people think of, of think i mean obviously we're going on classics here blue cheese beets and yeah. pecans no one's gonna again complain about that um but i think a lot of people don't consider you know beets and bourbon as a uh Something that, that can go great. well together, but yeah, any of those like vegetables that really have that like nice kind of earthy tone to them definitely go really well with bourbon. I mean, bourbon can kind of go with anything. We always joke around that it's kind of the unknown riesling. I am still <laughs> working on it. <laughs> Not there yet. Riesling. <laughs> That's like the the weakling drink now. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to ask this question kind of early on, but so from your menu, uh, what what do you think is like the most date worthy romantic? meal you could order you know paired with whiskeys you know what what do we start out with here start out with uh char i think that um right now we i I would i would go with uh we have a nice uh, chilled sweet corn and lobster soup Ooh. um and then you know always that's kind of a classic is our lamb pastrami uh huh. Um, people house uh, cured lamb pastrami. Yeah, house cured lamb pastrami. And um, right now, again, I wouldn't want to repeat corn again. But one of my favorite dishes, kind of it's like corn moment, time now. It's corn time, and if it was up to me, there'd be corn on every dish. Yeah. So definitely <laughs> one of my all time top five favorite yeah. ingredients. Southern. And the fact that you know that whiskey and bourbon is you know predominantly made from corn doesn't <laughs> really true. doesn't really hurt. You I know, the cause. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and then right now, one of my, I think my, one of my, uh, f- just kind of like favorite dishes at the moment, um, is we have a, a bacon wrapped cod. Ooh. Um, again, you know, we cure our bacon and smoke it in house. Um, and, uh, it's served with a corn and basil stew and a fennel broth. Mm. And it's, it's just very light, even though there's bacon in it. Um, bacon is very, a small part of the, uh, dish uh and that's a really nice light summery flavorful it dish sounds like very luxurious too i like that but there yeah 
absolutely flavors yeah. popping out at you flavors yeah. popping out at you you know there's it's very light uh you know very little olive oil and everything else it's just vegetables uh-huh. no butter or anything cool definitely a misconception that we use a lot of butter at char oh we really good. don't use we very it's use one very of little. your <laughs> innovations from the classic southern cooking right yeah. right people have definitely said oh there's a lot of butter in this cooking no i like how you don't have a lot of biscuits too you know people always gravitate fried chicken and biscuits you know and that's not like you don't have to have that with everything (laughs) as far as i know correct i'm actually you know it's funny i told the owners i'm just i know uh collard greens is a southern staple but growing up i grew up in texas and my mom's from the south and i just never was a fan of collard greens yeah so, you could cook any other greens like that yeah i'm yeah. a big huge fan of kale yeah i love kale i always look forward to the uh you know if you can get it why not use it you know absolutely. Better ingredient. yeah and i think that you know anytime you know especially in the fall when the really nice kale comes around we treat it like that kind of same same sort of you know i guess you would treat collard greens you know gonna add some bacon and onions and all that good stuff Mm. all right more into this good stuff right when we come back um matt picked out a song it's a friend's band this is uh yeah some um very close friends of mine back in austin they just released this album called this quiet and the name of the band is markov right on all right be right back Greco's Friends Band on Let's Eat In. Uh, I'm your host, Kathy Irway. Today's show is brought to you by White Oak Pastures, who are proudly sponsoring Heritage Radio Network at Rivers Pizza today. Um, so Matt's the chef at Char Number no. 4. If you haven't checked out this restaurant, I highly, highly recommend. Um, I want to ask Matt what some of his favorite ingredients of the moment were, and uh, you had an interesting answer. I am... You know, I always like it. We were talking about corn and I think definitely, you know, w- one of my favorite ingredients, especially this time, is any form of like shelling bean. Um, right now we have, you know, lots of cranberry beans. Right. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm crossing my fingers, but it's not looking too hopeful. Uh, uh, I think lima beans are always my my all-time favorite like shelling bean and yeah. last year they were they were beautiful and i Fresh just I bought so beans. many of them uh-huh. and the year before they were really small and they weren't very they weren't very nice uh. and uh so I'm, I'm hoping that it's not going to be a repeat of two years ago i'm hoping that it's going to be a repeat of last summer yeah or last late summer when should we start seeing those now ish 
Yeah, they yeah. they always say it's like late, mid to late August. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but last year, I, I want to say they came up a little bit. This is really strange because I know last year everything was two weeks behind mm-hmm. uh, because of all the rain yeah. uh, in the like last spring. And because, um, you know, I had all the bad tomatoes last summer and yep. all that stuff. But I could be wrong, but I, I just remember getting the llama beans earlier last year. And they definitely went very far into uh, um, September. So how I'm I'm not from the South. You're from Austin, correct? Or? I grew up oh. all over Texas. OK, yeah. all over Texas. <laughs> I, was so I, never, <laughs> I never really worked with fresh lima beans uh, before. Oh, they're great. Yeah, I grew up. I think my thing for me is my. My uh, grandmother used to grow them, um, mm-hmm. and uh, for me, that was always one of those, like, I don't know how she made it, but there was always some sort of, like, lima beans and this kind of, like, tomato broth. I don't Ooh. know if it was just, like, a canned beef broth with, like, some tomatoes <laughs> or whatnot, but uh, so any, anytime that uh, I make them, I, I try to, like, kind of stick with that, you know, just, like, some fresh tomatoes and garlic and white wine. And this is definitely the kind of stuff that you would not want to mash or puree, Right? No, no, no. I mean, you could, you can do, yeah, absolutely, you can do that. But I think you know, lime beans are just—they have a different texture to them. They're kind of like fava beans. Kind of like fava yeah. beans, but definitely not as. Uh, they don't ever not get as that green. Yeah, yeah, and they also don't get that kind of. Um, they're definitely a little bit um, creamier. Yeah. Than than fava more beans. More starchy. Yeah. Whereas uh, the fava beans, I would say, is more starchy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Uh I'm getting all mixed up here. <laughs> so what would you do with the lima beans at, as like a preparation? Like we did, you know, last, we, uh, actually did two things with them last. Just to give an example. Uh, we were doing some, um, dinners over at La Conda Verde and, uh, we were doing the first course and we were doing our, our, um, our, our bacon. That's one of our appetizers at Char. We always have a, it's like a, four ounce thick cut uh, mm-hmm. portion of our uh, of our uh, homemade bacon and you know usually it's and then we garnish it with some whatever seasonal side right now it's with uh heirloom tomatoes and a grilled onion vinaigrette good year for tomatoes yeah mm-hmm. so and then but then for this event we did same thing we did the i mean we did just braise the lava beans with uh, some fresh tomatoes That's and olive oil and roasted garlic and white wine and served nice. the bacon with that that sounds good and then we've served it with you know uh, eggplant and uh, grilled leg of lamb before. Oh, so which is always nice. That yeah. sounds good. Yeah, oh, a nice little soup maybe. Oh, they're kind of too big for a soup. No. If you want to go, kind of go the like minestrone kind of yeah. uh, minestrone like uh, style, absolutely. A fresh summer minestrone. Yeah, I can see that. That'd be fun. So you also have a big event that you're cooking for right now. This barbecue in. Right, this yeah. Sunday we're doing the uh, Hudson River uh, Blues and Barbecue Festival. Blues and Barbecue Festival. Right. Can we get tickets for that, or is it open it's, to the it's, public? It's open to the public. Okay, yeah. Blues and Barbecue Festival. And you're one of how many restaurants? There's only, I believe, five. Wow. Yeah. Of, so uh, what, in, what made you get into this? We were asked to do it, um, and us, and I know uh, another local... Um, barbecue s restaurant fatty q is also on the bill uh and i think in so i think in the past some of the more larger barbecue style restaurants like dinosaur and blue smoke mm-hmm. and those things have done in the past and i think dinosaur is 
dinosaurs there and brother jimmy's is actually also there yeah so they're trying to get uh, some fresh blood in uh, here just i guess as we yeah some something on the uh more smaller scale cool. like ourselves um so you know we're going to be doing that and just trying to stick with our kind of style we have some yeah. in fact i was planning on have having the lima beans oh uh, but they're they're not around so we're going with uh, cranberry beans right now for, for as of now the other topic of choice <laughs> yes i was just on a radio show <laughs> i was telling Matt about cranberry beans yeah um that is so cool like i've I, you know i'm just getting into growing these things so you said your grandmother used to grow them right and uh Maybe this is like, I don't know, I've, I've had difficulties growing them here with this climate. Maybe other people are, too. I have, Yeah, I, I couldn't begin to tell you what the proper climate uh, would okay. be for them. <laughs> you just cook them. <laughs> <laughs> so a while back, I was kind of informally asking a bunch of friends I knew who were chefs, like, so this is like amazing. You know, I, I see what you cook in the restaurants. It's all great. But really, what do you cook when you're at home? Do you order out? Do you, do you cook at all? And Matt had a really cool response, but. You want to go into that? Or? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, I am fortunate. Uh, I like to cook at home. Um, my wife and I, we, we kind of have a, uh, a system of, uh, you know, we like to like kind of uh, knock out like maybe like three Teamwork. big dishes at, you know, at once. So that uh-huh. way we have uh, something, you know. Um, something like nice and healthy sitting around. That's so cool. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you don't want to cook for every single meal and you end up like getting lazy and eating, you know, cheese, which uh-huh. is why I do sometimes. <laughs> just lying around. Yeah. Just, or, or, yeah. You don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those days are over. Yes. <laughs> um, and, uh, or, you know, like you said, ordering in. So that's a lot of times that's what we do. You know, like I said, we just made. Um, went to the market and got a bunch of stuff and one of our favorites is just polenta and like some uh, caponata and um, what's caponata? Um, huh? I'm sorry uh, ratatouille I apologize ratatouille, which yeah. is very similar to caponata but um, yeah so just you know tomatoes and eggplant idea. and zucchini and peppers um, and we'll just make a big mm-hmm. you know uh do you bake it, it or cassoulet? Yeah, we you know we have the little uh, covered skillet thing. No casserole, Dutch oven. Yeah, that, Dutch, Dutch oven. oven. <laughs> I, um, I I stole Matt from the pit- kitchen of a very busy day. That's all right. Unfortunately, um, yeah, the you know like the lake crusades. Yeah, and just and, let it and we just there. Yeah, yeah, and we just cook it down and cool. keep it covered until it's and then you know we just. Throw it in the fridge, and you know, like I said, that's that's a meal. That's a meal for you know. Definitely keep all vegetarian too. All vegetarian. You're kidding me. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I I like that. Um, Maybe you should put it on your menu. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely a good way. We've done it before. We've done some ratatouille and stuff, you know, on the menu. I do uh, shortcut ratatouille, which is like one vegetable and braise it. Put it on polenta or rice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the polenta is great. You know, it's great too. Is the instant polenta. You know, it's 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 definitely a pretty good product instead of having to, you know, stir it for or for you know a good hour or so. Yeah. You just, you know, of course, you know, you're always going to add lots of cheese and olive oil to make it taste really you good. You could, yeah. That always changes things. Um, so so say you're like having a nice meal at home, like a really. You, you know, you're take, taking the night off to have a nice, right. luxurious meal. What would you cook at home? My wife usually uh, orders a couple of ribeye steaks for us. Uh-huh. And that's kind of our, uh, you know, when we used to 
cook dinner together uh, on every Sunday night. That was kind of our our date. Oh, our uh, date dinner was always a, a nice ribeye, and you know, just very again, same thing. You know, it's like maybe a nice salad mm-hmm. or whatever vegetables we had. You know, like I said, if we you know, had some kale, we would definitely like cook some kale out cool uh yeah and it's quick and it's quick. quick well that's that's what's great about steaks is they're actually very quick <laughs> and then all of a sudden you have this big huge meal in yeah front of you. exactly I love it and, and it feels very much you know oh, that sounds feels very nice because you know you have a nice ribeye in front of you that sounds really nice great job and you've been married now for two a couple of years i have been married for about technically i guess 15 months okay yeah a little over a year congratulations yeah. on that thanks a lot all right. Well, I'll have to come by your restaurant again, and uh, you know this big barbecue things next Sunday. I'll have to check this, that this out. This coming Sunday. This coming Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, good luck on working on banging out. What was it? A thousand portions. For yeah, that? we're we're prepping out for about like a thousand to twelve hundred uh, portions of all the stuff that we're doing. It's so you know we have to make sausage for all of that. All right. So. <laughs> you better get back in the kitchen. <laughs> Thanks so much for being here, Matt. It was a great pleasure thanks a lot for having me i'd like to thank jack insley and nat wiener and everybody at heritage we'll see you next week this is let's eat in thanks